0: welcome to in full color my name's amy i'm an author artist of all kinds earth kisser nominee thinker and absolutely enchanted by the creative journey on this show we explore how to bring your visions to life with joy ease and impact all I am back to share some of my own art in this episode. I'll be reading my essay called Essence of Journeys. And if you're not familiar, this will be a part of my current essay series I've been playing with called Essence of, where I essentially pull back the curtain and explore the meaning and the essence of some of the magic miracles and mysteries that are embedded in our everyday life. These essays go out first via email. Uh, about every month or so a little bit longer I like to be spacious with it and in that email there are images and poems and uh, attached songs that feel similar to the essence of the essay all included in that so it's really a multi-sensorial experience and here I will be adding in an extra audio element and just reading it for you Um, if you would like to receive the next one to your email inbox you can find the link in the show notes. It's essenceof.amyinfullcolor.com. That is linked below. And if you want to follow along visually and see some of those images and poems and songs that I linked in with the essay originally, you can also find a link to read that on my website. We'll jump right into Essence of Journeys pretty quickly here, but I just wanted to share with you all the experience behind it i gave up on this essay several times (laughs) i was like it's not coming through it doesn't feel clear this is this is hard this is this any good all of those thoughts that come up in the creative process came up with this one and it was quite literally a journey to write this essay so it was very cool to have some words come through and then as I was struggling to move through the journey of creating this essay, I touched back on those things that had already come through and it was medicine and support for me to be able to push through and see this essay through to the end and I'm so glad I did because I feel so much of my heart in this piece and I hope that it lands well for you and that you find support in your own journeys, um, journeys are something that I've been super fascinated by lately just think there's so much juice to squeeze out of the stories that we live and who we become and what we choose along the way dear friends everything is colliding in this moment all I've ever been has deposited me here like a wave all I'll ever be lies ahead of me And here I sit in this magnificent, irreplaceable, irrepeatable present moment. I am on a great big journey that began with an affirmative cry one February 28th at 1234 PM in a too bright hospital room. I don't know exactly when or where this journey will end, but I'm hoping for another hundred years or so because I like it here. Countless other journeys layer over my lifeline like lace all different sizes, shapes, and densities, like the road to love. Though it's been generous with soft kisses and magnetic gazes, I've landed myself in a few deep valleys of heartache along the way, all of which I lingered in for a little too long before finally licking my wounds and climbing out. But since crossing a rickety bridge over the river of grief and illusion, I've realized this journey is way more about my relationship with my own heart than I ever imagined. On the other side, the road is far smoother, and lined with pink cherry blossoms. I let my steps be slow as I approach the stunning landscape unfolding on the horizon. My career path is my favorite mystery. An intricate labyrinth of tall green hedges holds prizes, surprises, and plenty of dead ends at each turn. The perfume of colorful flowers fills the air and slows my thoughts when worry creeps in. I encounter old and new friends on the path who walk with me for some time and show me the way. On the days when I'm tired, I rest in a cool patch of grass. On the days when I hit a few too many dead ends in a row, I find a tall magnolia tree and climb up its knots and branches to orient myself in the big picture. Although I tripped out of the gate on my journey with my body, I have pride in how far I've come. Chronic disease placed me at the bottom of a deep hole, which I dug even deeper, with the cold shovel culture places in every young woman's hands. I never hit gold, only water. In the rippled reflection, I saw that I couldn't hate my body healthy or skinny or pretty. I eventually pulled myself out on a rope I handwove of Chinese herbs and Louise Hay affirmations, with a bit of grit and a whole lot of softness. I pass through the gates of the widely discussed but rarely visited promised land of self-love. Here, my body is my ally, my muse, my generous friend who whispers wisdom into my ear. These macro journeys are embedded with many, many micro journeys, like my predictable trip to the grocery store at 945 on a Wednesday evening for a bar of dark chocolate, or the extra 10 minutes I drive to go to my favorite coffee shop across town. All of these journeys overlap each other seamlessly. The way I'm able to be fully immersed in the landscape of each simultaneous journey makes me think the multiverse theory might be on to something. Though each journey I find myself on has some imagined endpoint, some holy grail, I'm beginning to think the concept of a destination might actually be total bullshit. There is a brief moment of arriving, yes, one to be absolutely soaked in and celebrated. But we are pilgrims. We are always in motion. Even when I complete a journey, a new one begins. Once I've climbed to the top of the ladder, the bottom rung of a new one appears. The only arriving I can really do is continually arriving in the present moment. With each journey I move through, in my own life, On soft pages of beloved fiction books, vicariously through the characters of 1980s cult classics, I watch with fascination the underlying patterns of movement. Combined with whispers of intuition I've trained myself to lean into, I've grown quite confident in my ability to know where I'm at in the landscape of each journey and what's coming next, though life both humbles and delights me often with surprises. I rest my focus on those patterns often because I've learned there's power in knowing where you're at in your unfolding journey. When I'm at the top of the wave in a moment of peak ecstasy and I know it, I can fully take it in, but with a loose grip. Because with awareness of life cycles and basic physics, we know that what goes up comes down on any journey a rhythm of expansion and contraction is to be expected. So in the moments when I'm at the bottom of the wave, in a low place, and I know it, my acknowledgement and acceptance of my location in the journey allows me to soften into the depth, to rest and receive help. And again, with awareness of the patterns, I know an upswing is due. In those valleys of the soul, faith is my greatest strength. That way, when the big kahuna comes, I'm well-rested, unbothered, moisturized, and ready to bring my fullness to the moment. When we lean into the natural rhythms of our journey, we can receive life more fully. As I'm sitting down to write this next section, the voice of my seventh grade pre-algebra teacher, Mrs. Gowans, is intruding my thoughts. She had a grayness and a stiffness to her and usually didn't have anything interesting to say. Due dates, X variables, complaints about the lack of military cuts on the boys in my class who looked like a bunch of shaggy dogs according to her. Whenever someone griped about the lengthy homework assignments, she said, You don't have to do it, with an East Texas twang to her voice. I can just give you a zero. All you have to do in this life is die and pay taxes. Although the rebel in me would argue with the necessity of the latter, her words have remained in the back of my mind for the last decade and a half. As a reminder of just how much choice we have in what we do with our lives death being the only inescapable clause we agree to before arriving on earth we don't have to do much of anything i don't have to embark on any journeys of my own i could blow like a leaf in the wind aimlessly or hide in my bedroom under a weighted blanket part of me is turned on by the prospect of eternally wandering from moment to moment without a worry in the world and by the whole lying in bed for eternity thing. Many spiritual people have even told me this soulful wondering and lack of pursuit is what enlightenment looks like. Some shrug and say, this reality is merely an illusion, so why bother? Others warn me that any material pursuits are sticky traps set by greed. They've got a point. We take nothing to the grave. Their calls are meant to draw us away from the mainstream paths culture prescribes the paths that give priority to material gain and end in unfulfillment at best. Temporary detachment from pursuit can create some much-needed distance from the noise of what we're told we should do with our lives. Seasons of spaciousness and even aimless wandering are so necessary. If you've never given that to yourself and your soul is parched for a deeper level of freedom, go. But I don't believe eternal wandering is something we're made to stay in. While our culture's overdrive for accomplishment can feel anything but natural, extensive aimlessness quickly becomes unnatural too. Ambition and direction are integral aspects of our ecosystem. Trees reach for the sky day after day. The birds and butterflies head north each spring and the whales follow. Bees zoom from flower to flower, collecting nectar to lay at the altar of their queen. Who is your queen? Where does your north star hang? What pulls you onwards and upwards, past the bounds of your comfort zone and into the unknown? Fortified by a healthy dose of aimlessness, rest, playful wandering and sitting under trees, a la Buddha, something within will emerge, and that special something will spill over the edges of your heart and take you on a new journey. A golden thread tugs at each heart. It's that through line that connects us to our center, yet touches all of our edges. It's the factor that remains constant amidst change. Reach for that thread, often. Feel its texture. Follow its lead. Cultivate intimacy with it and let its gentle tugs orient you. The best journeys are the ones embarked upon from the heart. When we lead from this place, we contribute our golden thread to the ever-expanding tapestry of creation. Your golden thread will guide you to ancient temples within your own heart, filled to the brim with diamonds and rubies, treasure you can take to the grave. Your job, dear Indiana Jones, is to listen to what calls out to you and summon the courage to answer. Life may begrudgingly push you onto the paths you're meant to travel through experiences of loss, rejection, or the unexplainable feeling that something's just not quite right with the direction you've been going. And life will graciously pull you into your destined direction with exciting invitations and little clues that leave you curious. Staying close to that golden thread and the dreams it bestows will offer you a source of clarity at each fork in the road. However it shakes out, the journeys you're meant to go on will not pass you by. But just because the journeys you embark on from a place of inner guidance feel right doesn't mean they won't feel scary as shit. There's always a point in the journey where you're asked to cross the threshold from the known to the unknown. You know, that moment when the floor falls out from under you and you feel like you're launching into the void of space completely untethered equally thrilling and terrifying stuff, I think we ought to lean into this discomfort and keep feeling our way through the dark because this continues to be the point in my own journeys where I rediscover myself. In these liminal spaces, the solidity of who I've known myself to be or who the world told me to be falls away. There's a death that happens there, It hurts, and it's confusing, and all I want to do is run back to where I came from. But when I soften into the experience and surrender to a bit of chaos and destruction, the masks I've been wearing slip off, revealing my essence. That part of me that has always been and will always be. The dizziness born from this part of the path is eased by getting grounded, The earth is our companion in every journey, literally supporting our every step. When things feel a little too loosey-goosey, a dose of nature is the perfect medicine. Another cheat code for expertly navigating the confronting nature of the liminal spaces along our journeys? Fluidity in your sense of self. Ask, how attached am I to the version of me I've known myself to be? Can I loosen that grip? and allow new expressions of my identity to bubble up. There may come a point in the journey where you need your inner warrior to fight for you and your vision with grit and determination. Other times, you may need the nurturing touch of your inner mother, or the curious musings of your inner child. Fluidity of self makes the various sides of yourself more available for use throughout the journey the vast library of archetypes within bridge us to our destination. And it sure will be exciting to reach that holy grail. But I found time and time again, the real gift of any journey is the new parts of ourselves that emerge along the way, the new capacities and desires. You get to take it all with you on the next journey, which will surely begin again. Wishing you joy and ease, Amy. Thank you so very much for being here and receiving this it is so nourishing for me to create and i hope that it has a similar effect um, as for you to receive if there was something special that touched you here feel free to share it with a friend who might also enjoy Um, that would be an amazing way to support me as an artist And if you are feeling really connected to the concept of journeying and all the different parts of the self that are born through that, I have something special cooking up for you. I am hosting a retreat in Mexico this November and it is all about embracing a new archetype and it's going to be a really playful way to traverse that journey from one side of yourself to another I have more details coming within the next couple weeks so currently I am just Holding some space for phone calls for anyone who is curious with questions, but um, stay tuned in on future episodes and stay tuned in with me on social media and email uh, because I will be sharing some more details about everything that that encompasses and how to get signed up. Um, so if you want to play and explore and create. And do yoga and hike and eat organic food from fresh from the farms in Baja California with me this fall Um, if all of that sounds good to you feel free to find that booking link in the show notes to just hop on a call with me and ask me any questions and tell me what kind of journeys you're going on and what kind of identities you are exploring and you again for being here. I'm sending you a big hug and a big kiss. See you next time. Bye.